Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show in season two. I'm uh, going to apologize right off the bat for this episode. This is going to be a little bit of a venting episode, um, for sure, at least the front part of it. I'm going to get the unpleasantness over with as quickly as possible, talk about this incident, talk about this issue real quick, get it out of the way so we can move on to start talking about shows and the fun stuff and the stuff we actually do want to talk about. So uh, I'm going to start right off the bat with an incident that happened over the weekend at the world-class Star, uh, Star Wars Christmas show. Um, I had announced that show last week on the podcast uh, when I was talking about uh, sh upcoming shows. Uh, I, of course, said that I wouldn't attend that show because of a particular individual who was working that show. Um, and then I hinted towards the SWE investigation that I did. And uh, I didn't use any names at that time, but I, I'm, I'm done being polite at this point after what happened. Uh, basically what happened, for those of you who don't know, Hannibal a.k.a. Blood Hunter, decided and took it upon himself to either A, go into business for himself, or B, do a spike spot that he didn't know how to do, and then proceeded to repeatedly stab a wonderful referee by the name of Lando Del Toro repeatedly in the head till he nicked an artery and nearly caused Lando to bleed to death on the side of the ring. Now, most people involved in professional wrestling know how a spot, spike spot usually works. Usually the other guy will blade himself and you'll just stick the spike next, next to the blade spot. Make it look like you did it. Hit him with a couple of hammer fists holding the spike in your hand so it looks like you're stabbing the hell out of him. But really you're just hitting him with the bottom part of your fist. I get a spike spot. So, you know, maybe this guy just didn't understand it and thought it was absolutely legit and he needed to stab Lando in the head. Maybe he was just retarded. I hate to use that word, but I'm going to use it. Maybe he was just stupid. I had no clue. Or he did it maliciously. Either way, he's someone that does not need to be in our Texas wrestling community at all. There have been warnings of this in the past. The he, he nearly caused me to shut down this podcast. The entire SWE investigation. I started investigating his claims that he weren't, wasn't paid. And I started finding out, finding out all kinds of things. Certainly re multiple reasons they should fire him for. Sexually harassing female workers and people around the company. 
trying to sneak into the ladies' locker room, um, taking privileges with people in the ring. And when I confronted him with these accusations, he showed me he was a liar right off the bat, gave me a whole handful of witnesses. Oh, it was just a, it was just a rib. And then I talked to all the witnesses and they throw him further under the bus. Telling me I wouldn't participate in a rib like that. I don't know what he's talking about. But of course, the more questions I asked, the more pressure he started putting on on people like witnesses and victims. His fans started putting out. He's the only person that I had fanboys of his actually hitting me up. When I started doing this investigation, asking me all kinds of questions, feeling it out to see if it was okay for him to message me. That's the first time that's ever happened to me, to where I start looking around or asking something in a capacity of my show and have fanboys hitting me up, speaking for, for somebody. So it put a lot of pressure on witnesses and victims, and they wanted to pull the story, so I pulled the story. And it, it, it pushed me so low that I nearly walked off of this. I was nearly done. I was like, I, I, I just don't want to mess with it. I was trying to call attention to something, and all it did was cause peop, other people frustration and, and, and hurt because of this guy. There were warnings put out by Miranda Gordy. They were put out publicly. She put them out publicly. She's put them out publicly again. Telling people, I warned you. Why didn't you listen to me the first time? I tried. I tried to tell you people. I think a lot of people owe her an apology. Right off the bat. For allowing this guy to continue to perpetrate in our industry. A lot of people owe Miranda an apology for ignoring her, for jumping on her, for defending this guy to her. No, I think some people owe her an apology. In fact, I think some people owe anybody who come out against him an apology. They were right. Because nonetheless, if he was ignorant and he just did this wrong, did it bad, that's even worse than him doing it maliciously, going into business for himself. He knew he screwed up, and then the next day, he continues to share video of the incident. Proud of it. Trying to get himself over with it. It was sick. It was disgusting. From what I've gathered, this this guy took all those, you know, big bucks he sued Abby for and got to chase promotions around, get booked on their shows, pay to bring in big-name talent so that he can get in the ring with them like some money mark, and get over and feel like he, he got somewhere in the wrestling business because, oh, I lost my WWE spot because I got hep. And promoters continue to allow it to happen because they can get names through it. Oh, he's going to spend some money and bring some names. I get that mentality. I get that. But when it's obvious 
this guy's a piece of crap. Why would you do that? You know, I, I'm not trying to put blame on their promoters. I'm not trying to jump on them because I'm sure some of them didn't know. I'm sure some of them thought there was a chance that some of it that they heard was just backbiting gossip nonsense. But I think after this, the proof is in the pudding. This should be it. This should be all we ever need to see in the state of Texas to say, we don't need you here. We don't need you coming into our wrestling community. You can stay in Canada and bludgeon people there and almost kill people there and harass females there because we don't need you here. I think this should be the mark of it. This should be exactly the flag that we all point to. This is what happened. This is what he did. It's unprecedented there's no way he can back out of it it's on tape we all know it we all see it this is it this is the last time i myself am going to sit here and speak about hannibal i don't give a damn what he has to say because i'm sure he's going to eventually speak out speak up i might share it on my facebook but i'm not going to sit here and waste my time talking about it I'm sure he's going to attack me. I'm sure he'll attack Miranda. I'm sure he'll attack anybody else that speaks up against him. Same way as he always has. Go right ahead. I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm an old, washed up, has been, never was, mud show outlaw wrestler, referee, who does a podcast. Come at me. I don't give a damn. You can't drag me any further. But we're done with you here in the state of Texas. You need to just go ahead and stay in Canada. You've done enough. Thanks, bud. But more than anything, I think at this point, what I, I, I like I said, I'm done with Hannibal. Now I'm talking Lando Del Toro. Lando Del Toro, I applaud you, sir. You've been an absolutely classy gentleman through this entire incident. Most people would be screaming from the rooftops about this. Causing all kinds of chaos. Blaming all kinds of people. But you have acted like an absolute gentleman and an absolute professional. I've kept up with your Facebook. I've kept up with the things you've said. You've, you've, you've performed nicely. Wonderful. But I want to emphasize to anybody listening, to anybody who will hopefully hear this, donate to Lando Del Toro's GoFundMe page. He has a GoFundMe page. I will try to keep putting out the link. I'll try to find more information and keep putting it out there because he does need help for his medical bills. I've already stated that if you are a fan of this show and you tell me and show me that you donated then I'm going to dedicate an entire webpage of our whole new, brand new, awesome website to you. I will also send you a wonderful, smiley 8x10 of myself. Yay! So you can hang it on your wall of the future GOAT, greatest of all time referee right there. Right there, dealing out justice next to, next to you in bed. Wherever you want to hang it. Anyway, I digress. 
I, I, I'm putting out a call for the rest, Texas wrestling community. If you are a fan, if you are a wrestler, if you are a promoter, if you're, if you're a wrestler or a promoter, give away some 8x10s. Give away some tickets. Give away some old gear. Something. Do something. Give away some stuff. It may not mean nothing to you. It may mean just uh, represent a couple bucks to you. But to Lando Del Toro and his family, it could represent paying some bills. That he's going to get stacked on him because of some maniac. So this is my call to the Texas wrestling community. It's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to step up. It's time for us to take care of one of our own. So find Lando Del Toro's GoFundMe page. Donate money. Just anything. Pull it out of your pocket. You waste God knows how much on WWE Network and the pay-per-views and AEW pay-per-views. I think you can you can shell a couple bucks out to better your Texas wrestling community. But one thing I'm not going to talk about anymore on this program is Hannibal. Hannibal this is my last word to you. You're scum. You're a mark with money. We don't need you here. Stay in Canada. All right. Now I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about something that's been on my mind. And it's my opinion that we in the Texas wrestling community and the independent world of professional wrestling we could have the power of the territories back again we could have a territory build our promotions better with the mentality of the territories and i know instantly as soon as i think say that you're all like oh oh no i don't know about that and it's conjuring all kinds of bad notions of the bad stuff that went on with territory mentality. And of course, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about certain things that were done during the territorial era that it doesn't feel like are being done anymore. And if we did these things, we could strengthen the promotion, strengthen Texas wrestling. Um, you know, we could have it like, uh, like a return to the Renaissance we're different in Texas. We want to see pro wrestling. We don't want to see sports entertainment. We want to see guys getting hit. We want to see smash mouth, slobber knocking pro wrestling. That's what we want in Texas. We like it a little on the rough side. Of course, we don't like to see guys get stabbed in the ring, but we, we want to see them fight. We want to see them land some shots. We want to see them put, the, put that stuff in there, man. You know? You got to lay those shots in. We love to hear it. You know, in the state of Texas, you can't, you can't halfway it. You lay those shots in, man. We want to hear that meat slap. That's just the way it is. So we're unique as compared to most independent territorial areas. They want to see that no-selling, high-flying, silly nonsense. To where nobody sells anything, there are no faces or heels, and everybody likes everybody, and everybody's just out there performing and having fun. We don't like that in Texas. That's that's not the way 
promotions generally do things here. We, we're not that style of professional wrestling. You see it here and there in the state of Texas in little pockets, you know, but nah, it doesn't really go over here. So we're in a unique position to do things differently, and I think we should put a bigger emphasis on those things. More substance in the ring. A lot less flash. Make the matches mean something. Use moves that actually look like they work. Use stuff that actually looks like it hurts. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm calling you back to basics here, guys. I mean, it, it, if we just started using the basics again a whole, whole, whole lot more, those flashy moves would mean ten times more when you do them. You know, those high spots would really get over. You know, so I'm trying to call back us to a renaissance in wrestling. Uh, it, uh, we have an opportunity in this day and age to produce good television for free. Without help, without a network, without any studio executives without us having to pander to local television. No, 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 no. We can just make a show and put it on YouTube. Advertise the living crap out of it on social media, on even regular television to try to get people to watch it and establish a better show. Because I guarantee you, you, if you can establish a good television show that's how territories did it back in the day there wasn't nothing ultra spectacular for jo uh, in georgia championship wrestling that was that much better than say the memphis territory at the time but it was because georgia had incredible tv that's why black saturday happened because of the strength of georgia's television they were doing a lot of the exact same things that everybody else was doing. Their promotion was no better than anybody else's. They had just as many stars. But they had put together an incredibly good television product, and it made their territory that much bigger and made Vince want to buy it. That's how they did it back in the old days. Tell, you put together a good television show, you can't be you wouldn't have to do anything any special more special or different than anybody else but you'd still get over better than everybody else why because you've got a good television product to help sell your wrestlers to help sell tickets to help sell your show there's a couple of promotions here in the wonderful state of Texas that have wised up to this and are definitely doing it and it's something I suggest more of you do. Or even if if that, putting out your entire shows. Because one thing that it seems to me that a lot of independent shows want to do is they want to put together a big name show every single month. They're going to give it some really awesome name like Brawl in the Backwoods or Butt Monkeys Beaten Trash Cans, whatever. Come see this spectacular show and they got some big name stuck to it. Come see our show this week. Come see us brawl in the backwoods or whatever. Trying to build every show like it's a pay-per-view. 
whatever happened to just running shows and just saying, hey, we got a show and then building to something like this, doing one of these big titled named shows every couple of months, extending the show, making it a little bit longer than your regular shows. You could do more. You could probably do more shows. Just simplify things. But it's the presentation we give, you know. I mean, trying to give, make everybody the illusion that every show is a pay-per-view style show. It just seems like it's far-fetched. There's nothing wrong with just having a show. It's one of those things I've never been down with. I've never understood. Uh, I've had it explained to me a million different times by promoters when I ask them, why do you have to put this big old title on your show? It's not a pay-per-view or anything. It's just a show. You'll have another one next month. Oh, because it puts butts in seats and makes them think they're getting something and all those other explanations they give me. I, I just, I find it silly. I mean, I may be nitpicking a little bit, but I find it silly. You put, you know, put a lot of pressure on them to mad dash to this show because it's going to be spectacular. But, you know, you got to do it again the exact same way next month and convince them that show's going to be just as spectacular because of the big title and all of the fanfare. I don't know. I, you know, I it's something I see that that's different because back in the day, they didn't slap a title on every show. It was just a show. You came to the show. And then every couple of months, yeah, they'd have a big-named show and big title on it and twice as long as any of the other shows and all these nothing but big names across the board that they used all year long, you know, all past couple of months. And, man, that would... You triple attendance at that show. I don't know. I may be wrong with all of this, but it just feels silly trying to build every single independent show into to look like a pay per view show. You know, I could be wrong, but I I don't feel wrong about it. You know, and I think we need to distinguish ourselves. And stop not the, the no-selling. Stop trying to cram 100 moves in a match and just not really selling anything to where nothing's really significant anymore. I remember when guys used to get pinned all the time with a DDT. But now it's not significant because you crack the DDT, bounce back up, and right after you get DDT'd, you get to pull off a move so that you can squeeze your stuff in. And then he bounces right back up from your move and does one of his moves. And then both of you lay on the mat, hopefully to applause. That's not wrestling, man. That's sports entertainment crap. And I think in Texas, I think we're above that. And I think we're better than that. I think we need to not do that. Not waste our time, not no selling, just trying to cram in moves. Just trying to do 15 moves in a spot. We're going to do these 
15 moves really quick. We're not really going to sell it all that much till the end. I hate that. I, it, it's, it's the fakest looking crap I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to flip you over and in with an arm drag, and then I'm going to kick you, come off the ropes, drop kick you, go to the pin. You're going to bounce up, uh, reverse, slam me here, reverse there, and uh, drop kick. I'm going to bounce back up and reverse here, and then we're both going to lay there. Nobody, nobody got hurt. Nobody, you know, sold anything. They just did a whole bunch of moves. Made it look like it remotely happened. Bam. Oh, he hit me with that. I'll just sit here for just a second. Oh, so I can pop up and do my move. That's not a sell. You didn't sell that move. You squatted down for a second, held your head, and waited for your spot to pop up to do your move. And then, of course, he popped up right afterwards and did another move, too. So that, you you know, set up for you to pop up and do another move and both of you to lay there for a minute. So you can save up the energy to do another 12 or 13 spot set. It, it, it It's something we see on televised wrestling every night. And we don't like it there. Why would we drop our personal 10 bucks and go sit in the seat to watch it? And I don't see, a, once again, a lot of these things, is, it's not stuff I don't, I don't see a lot of it in Texas. It's not like I see it every single match or every single show. But I think we can show that we're above that and do professional wrestling the way professional wrestling was supposed to be done, present it how it was supposed to be presented as legitimate, behave like it's legitimate when we're in the ring, be baby faces, be heels, distinguish ourselves as one one or the other, and have, I believe, a renaissance of professional wrestling. A callback. Because those territory guys, they got filthy rich. And I believe it was how they presented the product how they put the product out there and how it went on in the ring. And if we emulated a little more of that, of the good stuff that they did, the good way they presented the product, I think we would be even stronger than we already are because a lot of promotions here do present their product this way. And if you'll notice, they seem to be the better promotions in the state of Texas. And I think if we put a further emphasis on this and made sure to be unafraid to say we do it this way in the state of Texas because it's better than the way they're doing it on television or they're doing it in Baltimore, California, or Washington. They do that silly sports entertainment crap there. Here in the state of Texas, we beat the crap out of each other. We wrestle. This is professional wrestling here. This isn't sports entertainment. Watch. Bang. Oh, that guy sold that. That actually, you know, looked legit. He didn't pop back up and do do two or three moves so that the other guy could pop up and do a move too. They didn't just do 15 spots and barely sell any of them. Because I guarantee you, you go over to somewhere like Dog Pound and Rodney Mack 
somebody, a, 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 you know, old school trainer like that. Yeah, he's teaching them to sell. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, you know, I'm willing to almost bet big bucks that he's teaching them to sell down there. But he's not teaching them to try to squeeze in 15 spots and no sell any of it until the end. I guarantee you he's not teaching that down there. Guarantee you he's teaching guys to sell, to actually work professional wrestling. And the people that do that are going to be the ones that come ahead in the state of Texas. And I think we all need to be paying attention to this. And we all need to be doing this and doing it right. Because we can be that much bigger, that much better. And we could cause a ripple effect, a change through professional wrestling in its industry as a whole by what we do here in Texas. I really, truly believe that. So I, I hear I am calling everybody back. Let's take a big, giant step back in the way we present professional wrestling. Let's take a big, giant step back in the way we perform in the ring. Let's take a big, giant step back on the way we present professional wrestling in the state of Texas. Let's do it a little more like they used to do it. I bet people will get, less people will get hurt. I bet you we'll have better shows. I bet you we'll get bigger. I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. This is what I think we should do as a professional wrestling community in Texas. I could be wrong. I could be right. But then again, I could really be right. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about some other stuff. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, Jesse Logan... Uh, recently at a Texas All-Star show, show beat BLT and sent Bubba Lee Travis home permanently after a uh, loser leaves town match. Um, of course, uh, TASW immediately put out a dedication to BLT on their page. He's been with them for a long time. So uh, we're going to see what happens in the future this is professional wrestling. We know how, how that whole loser leaves town usually works out. So we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Uh, maybe Jesse was a little upset about uh, losing his UPW title. That's also a possibility. Um, of course, those of you who don't know, uh, he recently lost the undisputed pro wrestling title to uh, Jason Sullivan. Uh, of course, that caused a big stir in the undisputed pro wrestling world. Uh, it, it's kind of been chaos on their shows ever since. Uh, people getting clobbered, promoters getting knocked out. It, it's been wild. So uh, you definitely want to pay good attention to undisputed pro wrestling if you're not already paying attention to them. Uh, it should definitely be on your radar. Um more so than just that, um, there are a lot of promotions that you should probably be paying attention to right now. Reality of Wrestling is cranking out an incredible television program right now. Uh, absolutely great show. Same thing with Global Wrestling Federation. If you haven't got on YouTube and looked up GWF's Onslaught show, you should do so. Show is very good. It features a lot of big Texas stars. The the Camachos, uh, uh, Luther, um, um, Rob Boris, uh, just a, a plethora 
of Texas wrestling stars on the GWF program, uh, Onslaught, GWF Onslaught program. So if you're not already subscribed to GWF Onslaught, you should definitely get on there and subscribe. Um, for those of you who don't know, we put together a brand new web page. Uh, it is through WordPress. Uh, it is, uh, we've been sharing the link on our social medias uh, for the past couple of days. Uh, writing articles, putting stuff out there. We are looking for people who want to write articles about Texas wrestling. If you go to a lot of shows and you want to send us results and you want to see them posted on our website, um, by all means, send them to us. Uh, we are looking for people who want to be a part of Lone Star Wrestling Report. If you want to write articles, hit me up if you want to take pictures at shows and and send us those to be shared around we will happily do that we would be more than happy to accept anybody who's willing to help boost and be a part of the texas wrestling community with us if you want to come in and help boost and push and promote texas wrestling we welcome you with with happy open arms believe me we could take all the help that we could possibly get we love having new articles we 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 like to share as much stuff across our facebook if you want to be a part of that contact us through social media message me or send me a private message through uh google uh it's at zombie king wl at gmail by all means uh shoot me a line we will be more than happy to uh to have you uh, you know come help us and be a part of the the show um at this point in the show uh i usually i, I definitely go over the the shows coming um over the next couple of weeks and it it's an incredible amount of of matches that we've got coming just in in the month of december uh it's a lot of stuff just happened over this past weekend so it, it's it's been fun to sit and try to keep up with the amount of shows uh because it is a lot of shows uh texahoma is doing a uh toy drive december the 17th sherman oaks sherman texas come see them Bring to unwrapped, unopened toys for the toy drive. Uh, I believe it, it. Let's see. The tickets are $8 if you bring an unwrapped brand new toy. Uh, all other tickets are $10. Uh, so if you can get to the Texahoma toy drive show, I definitely suggest you do that. Also, uh, League of Lions will be having another show this next next upcoming weekend at D Rock's Gym in Marshall, Texas. Their tickets are only seven bucks. Uh, always lots of good stuff through League of Lions. If you haven't kept up or you haven't watched League of Lions, you should definitely pop down to Marshall and go see the League of Lions next weekend. In Marshall at D Rock's Gym. Also, DFW Wrestling. Friday, December the 17th. 
DFW All All Pro will be at the American Legion Post 655 on December the 17th. They've got all kinds of big stars promoted for this show, including Estrella Galactica, Holly Dead, uh, Angel Camacho, well, it, from the looks of things, multiple of the Camacho cartel, from Zarek to Angel to, I believe, Ocho as well. So this is going to be a big show Friday, December the 17th for DFW All Pro in Dallas at the American Legion Hall. We've, I think that probably at this point, a lot of the bigger shows are going to come out and going to happen in January. Uh, we still do have a lot of big shows. Uh, Texas-style wrestling, December the 18th, is going to be in Addison, Texas. Uh, the big match on that card, definitely unsettled business between Miranda Gordy and Nova Phoenix. Uh, they've got a bunch of big shows at the uh, TSW Broadcast Studios, 4700 West Grove Drive, Addison, Texas, uh, December the 18th. The meet and greet is at 6. Uh, the show, I believe, starts at 7. That's definitely yet another show you want to go to and see. Um, I'm also going to get into now the uh, Lone Star 100. Oh, let me go back. Go see a show. <laughs> go see a show. Go see a show. Go see a show. If you're close to any of the shows I just announced, go see it. Go see a show. Check our website. We have a calendar up there with lots of flyers for this month. Go see a show. You have no excuse. Go see a show. Also, if you want to help us out with our uh, Lone Star 100, please, God, we need all the help you, we can get. If you want to suggest a wrestler who should be on the Lone Star 100, shoot that to us. Send it to us. Send us your personal list. If you've got a personal top 20 list, send it to us. If you've got a personal top 50 list, send us. Send it to us. We'd be happy to look at it. We'd happy to be look at, looking at who we need to look at for this Lone Star 100, which will come out in January. So, Lone Star 100, help us out. If you know of some wrestlers that, that need to be on this 100 list, by all means, shoot us a message, shoot us a list. We'll be more than happy to look at it, and it will definitely help us towards compiling this list because this is a huge venture, and I bit off a big bite <laughs> but i'm gonna do it anyway i'm gonna do it anywhere i promise i swear you guys have no idea the amount of names that i've got written down that i'm having to look up i'm having to look up what they did in 2021 i'm having to watch so much matches so much stuff having to look through their social medias and pick through it like some some sort of stalker fan it's horrible I can't believe I did this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to put out the Lone Star 100 in January. But please, God, if you can help me, please, by all means, shoot me a line and help me. Um, other than that, 
Donate to Landon Del Toro. Go see a show. Thank you, Texas Wrestling. I love you. Go see a show. Lone Star Wrestling Report is a part of Biz Media and Biz Media Networks. Thank you for listening to Lone Star Wrestling Report and a product of Biz Media LLC.